Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Gone and Double Meat Palace. That was like the name of that episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. It's like so many Buffy names are like very, you know, subtle, or it's just an allusion to it. It's like, nope. Straight up, we're just like flopping around the table. Double Meat Palace. Just like the Double Meat patty flopping it right on the table what don't eat burger patties off the table wash that shit (laughs) i'm on the uh extreme paleo diet can't use plates or silverware (laughs) you can eat it off of a stone (laughs) but it has to be a rough hewn stone (laughs) but you can have processed meat patties yeah that's fine okay the way god intended (laughs) you asked we answered and Mike has no idea. Uh, it's a stacker surprise. Uh, <laughs> that was the just, weirdest one I've ever done. <laughs> that was like stacker surprise with indigestion. Yeah. <laughs> Pepto Bismol. Brought to you this week by Pepto Bismol. And that's their ad. We're done. No ad this week. Yep. So Buffy found a finger at the Dove Meat Palace. That's gross. I asked the stackers to send us their grossest true story oh. from working food service. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just prepare yourself. Yep. You ready? Have glad you eaten? I'm glad I've not eaten recently. Okay, good. Kyle Moreau said, a friend found a Band-Aid in their taco a mm. long time ago from Taco Bueno. Not no bueno. <laughs> taco no bueno. <laughs> Megan says, on more than one occasion, I witnessed a cook drop food on the ground and then just pick it up and put it on the plate to be served. I also saw some of the waitresses eat off of customers' plates while clearing the table. That I feel like I've seen and I could see how somebody wouldn't think that's super gross, but it is. It is super gross. I could also see like, I make gain less than a minimum wage and not didn't make good good tips tonight. It's, you know. See, I get paranoid about that kind of thing where it's like, yeah. 98% 98% of the time, there's nothing wrong with that. They probably haven't even touched that. But what if, like, they dropped a bunch of fries on the ground and then picked them up and just threw them on the plate because they're like, nobody's going to eat off of my plate. Yeah, or what if they, like, have Ebola and sneezed on it? Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't let anybody sneeze on me. <laughs> that's the only reason. Anymore. Paul says, not gross, but true. <laughs> I worked at a Friendly's, and one time oh. the cook was tripping on acid and thought he was a frog. Hopped all around the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I saw that. That would be wonderful. (laughs) Hannah said, so I used to work at a cinema. The lads mainly would do dares on each other. Snort jalapeno juice off the top of the bin and stuff like that. (laughs) They had a sinus problem. Actually, for sinus, that would do it. One day, someone was having a clear out of the ice cream section, and they found a pick-and-mix suite at the back of the fridge. It was given to one of the quote-unquote alphas, who before ramming it in his mouth said, I haven't seen these in a while. Turns out the pick-and-mix hadn't been that side for five years. 
Uh, she said it felt like a constant episode of Beer Bad. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Five years old. That sounds like a weird, hellish place to work. <sighs> Kirsten said, I worked in a dorm cafeteria in college. There were these labels indicating when a certain food was best by, but people would often just switch the labels out with later dates if the food didn't have mold or smell funky. Whoa. No. I also worked the Middle Eastern stand a few times, and while I love shawarma and think it is delicious, I have to agree with Xander that it's just a big meat hive. A drippy, fatty mess of a meat hive whose meaty stink soaks into your pores. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, switching out the expiration dates. That's not cool, that, guys. That's, that's real, real bad. Like, I've, I've had incidents of places I worked where people just, like, didn't check the dates enough and, it, like, something had, like, gone off. I actually had an interesting experience a couple of months ago uh, at my mom's. And I was like, hey, you're planning on making jello? She's like, what? Like, there's some jello in here. She's like, I don't remember when I bought that. It was from 2012. Yeah. That's when it went bad. I was like, I, I think jello has a long shelf life. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure you pretty moved sure. with this. Last time you moved. And Red says Andersonville Starbucks, explosive diarrhea in the bathroom, and then tracked across the floor by some rando. I was the assistant store manager, and the store manager was gone on vacation, and no one would clean it. We had to close the store for about 20 minutes because the smell was so bad before we got it halfway cleaned up. I still have nightmares. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Don't work any place with a bathroom, guys, if you can avoid it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the real lesson. Yep. Uh, thanks, guys, for sharing your stories and trying to gross out Mike. I think we succeeded. Well, now I, I'm not going to eat this double meat burger patty yeah. I, uh. I have on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Now let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on Gone. How can we open a book if it is gone? It's an invisible book. (laughs) The most useless item ever. Uh, so it is a no magic zone in the summer's house. They mm-hmm. are getting rid of all the magical paraphernalia. Not even sage for your chicken. Aww. Sage is one of the best spices, too. Makes everything uh, taste like Thanksgiving dressing. It's the best part of Thanksgiving. I thought it was the family. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Grosser than all the gross food service stories. <laughs> That's right, I'm the pube in your taco. <laughs> oh, God. It was a band-aid. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm talking from personal experience. Oh, great. I mean, I guess it could have been a beard hair. That's slightly better. Anyways, Don is being a brat. She's being a real pube hair taco. <laughs> uh, I have to get rid of my candles. Yeah. Yes, you do. Those are, Yes. Have yeah. you looked down at your arm? Your arm is in a cast. Yeah. With, what? Your, your family friends go through like withdrawal and addiction. Maybe you don't get a candle. <laughs> you have electricity. You don't need the candle. Yeah. Uh, Buffy says any remainder of Willow's naughtiness could cause her to give into temptation. Oh, look. It's Spike's lighter in the uh-uh. couch. 
I also like that if you were only kind of vaguely familiar with Buffy, you might be like, oh, is she like into arson? <laughs> like if you just happened to tune in and this was yeah. your first episode, you're she's like, like she like she like a pyro girl? <laughs> Meanwhile, Warren uses the stolen diamond to create an invisibility ray. <gasps> Seriously, though, if he just focused his efforts on more productive endeavors, he could be a gazillionaire. And, yeah, and, that, and it's like the really dumb thing is if you could make an invisibility ray, you could just sell that. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Whatever you want. Why is he so interested in being an evil villain? I think he just wants to murder. <laughs> I, think, I mean, right? But you know who else was an evil villain? Mm. Lex Luthor. He was also rich. You can be both. Yes. Like he, he was like, I'm going to try to use my ideas to make money legitimately as much, much as possible and then supplement that with some crime. Yeah. It makes crime way easier. Yeah. You oh, wouldn't have Lord. to steal that diamond. You could have just bought it. Yeah. It really makes me think like, I think he had Warren is just like, he won't admit maybe even to himself like, I really want to murder someone. Oh, I just want to be a badass villain and I really want to murder somebody. <laughs> I like Jonathan's insult here. You penis. Yes. I want to call everybody a penis now. <laughs> Don, still being a brat. Capital B R A T. I thought you were getting better. I mean, excluding your weird kleptomania uh, oh, yeah. subplot. But I don't blame you for that. That's That feels like something the writers forced you to do. This just feels like, oh, Don. You were getting better, and now you're just making it all about you again. I won't eat breakfast because I can't have candles. You know what would be better? I can't have breakfast because I fucking broke my arm. Oh, look. I can't pick up a spoon. Is she mad about the arm? No. No, she's bad about, mad about having to get rid of her fucking candles. <laughs> and, like, Buffy, you know, like, Willow's just like, okay, I understand why she's mad at me. Why is she mad at you? And mm-hmm. Buffy's like, oh, because I let it happen. No. No. <laughs> No, I think that's a little too, like, giving too much logic to mm. Dawn's behavior. I yeah. think she's just being a brat. <laughs> it's just like your natural reaction. Like, I'm upset. I'm going to direct it at Buffy. <laughs> uh, Buffy's clearly wearing a wig in this scene. Oh, yeah. I get it's inevitable. Like, we know she gets a haircut. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> this is such a wig. Yeah. And, like, the fact that, like, Spike starts touching it really draws attention to the yeah. fact that that is a wig. Yeah, I think that's that's really when Xander pops in. What he should say is like, hey, Spike, get out of here. And Buffy, why are you wearing a wig? <laughs> also, I'm very I'm very unobservant because clearly you were both into that. Well, OK, so Spike shows up. First off, he shows up again in the middle of the day. When does this man sleep? He's supposed to sleep during the day. And yet every time Buffy breaks into his crypt in the middle of the day. But it's it's not like you sleep all of the night so like let's say he gets uh, i'm I'm gonna assume he's not a a a big sleeper let's say he gets like six hours of sleep Mm -hmm. if he's sleeping from like nine to three okay fine like i I think it's it's reasonable to assume there's a good chance he'll be up i'm saying i think he'd make better decisions in life if he got a full night's sleep full day's sleep full day's sleep (laughs) well it's hard to sleep during the day it's hard to black out all the curtains. Not if you're a vampire. <laughs> I feel like it's still difficult. That's probably why they're so cranky. 
You need to get some of those blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. Wonders. That's why I sleep with coffins. It's not like magic reasons. Just like it's really the best way to black out all the light. <laughs> so supposedly he's looking for his lighter, but here clearly he wants to get some. Uh, I wonder if he left the lighter on purpose. I mean, didn't they say in the last episode? I feel like he was looking for his lighter. Mm, maybe. Um, you have to rewatch it. Pause on the uh, podcast for a sec. Open up the DVD player. Typey, typey, typey. Put it in. Click the mouse. Forty-five minutes later. Oh, I forgot to check. Oh yeah. I just got kind of lost in the episode. Really into an episode. <laughs> he is just laying on the swagger, calling her by all of the pet names, calling her mm. love, Goldilocks, sweetheart. Um, sweetheart, by the way, is my favorite favorite with his accent because mm-hmm. of the double glottal stop. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Like, oh. He's a sweetheart. No. <laughs> this flapjack's not running to be flipped. He's talking about his penis. <laughs> the flapjack is his penis. Uh, she also goes, stop that. And he doesn't stop. And this is the point where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. consent's off the table. She said, stop that. Go away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Xander comes in. And he's like... Good golly, gee willikers, Spyan is like, no, she, she is like halfway to Happy Town. Yeah. Like she clearly, like she has not shoved him off her. Like, no. eh, you're not, you're, you're dense is what I'm saying. <laughs> I do the like, the, the like only a complete loser would hook up with you. <laughs> Their faces, the both of them, Spike is so entertained <laughs> by the irony yeah. and Bobby is so so offended yep dom blames buffy for the car accident just as the nice lady from child services arrives womp womp. damn it don uh, and then spike doesn't leave so buffy has a tardy teenager <sighs> with a broken arm and then like a ne'er-do-well squatting yep. talking about living in a crypt talking about living in a crypt talking about like he needs his blankie and even the excuse about like he has problems okay so you're letting him hang around your yes. teenage sister Mm-mm, no and uh, like the confusion over like, oh, so you live with another woman? No, I'm not gay. She's gay. We're we don't gay together. <laughs> not that there's any. <laughs> and then she they, she finds the bag of magic weed. <laughs> this really could not have gone worse. They would yep. take away Dawn immediately. <laughs> it's the magic weed that would do it. Yeah, that's that's what does it every time. You know what the the not gay bit reminds me of uh, the old Dimitri Martin thing where he's like, I really like rainbows, but it's it's weird to wear it on a shirt because then like. People assume you're gay, so they want to put like not gay. But then if you're like, then that's might be considered homophobic. So I just want a shirt that has a rainbow and says not gay, but supportive. <laughs> well, you wear a rainbow shirt that says ally and you're done. Well, this was before that. Yes, I know. They solved the problem for him. <laughs> that's the where that shirt came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spike tries to be supportive, but instead and just becomes the target of Buffy's wrath and He's really not reading the room well today. He's no bad job, buddy. Uh, the way he reaches for that lighter uh, is aggressive. He's <laughs> aggressive, but also she's into it. Yeah. And like, I'm actually a little bit shocked they got away with that on like, I know it's like UPN, but basically like 
it's basic cable or whatever. Well, no, here's my thing. Like, if he legitimately just shoved his hand in her pocket to grab his lighter. Oh, no, no. And didn't yeah. move his hand around in a certain way, but yeah. just grabbed the lighter, her reaction, like, calm down, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like he is- no, he definitely was, like, doing something while he was getting that lighter. Oh, see, I always took it as just, like, calm down, honey. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've always read that as, like, him, like, you know, doing that thing where it's like, I'm going to do this, but in this way that I don't have to, but you know what I'm doing. <laughs> he calls her Goldilocks. In, I I like it, but I don't like that it's bad ADR. Oh, I didn't catch the bad ADR. Yeah, I, I maybe it was just like I was, I was really listening hard to it, but I just felt like very much like, goodbye, Goldilocks. <laughs> it's clearly on its back. Yeah. I see. To me, it's only weird because like, the wig is darker than her usual hair, <laughs> so she's barely blonde. That's why he keeps calling her Goldilocks is like a, an erotic thing about her wig. <laughs> hey, you need to touch up your roots, honey. Uh, speaking of uh, wig, did you ever see that Fantastic? Say what? Uh, the Fantastic Four that everyone calls Fantastic because the poster was dumb and it was terrible. No. Uh, there is some of the worst wig work you would ever see in a major motion picture. Like, it is super clear that I think it's Kate Mara who plays mm-hmm. Invisible Woman. Um, that stuff was reshot later. Because not only is the wig, like, not even the right style, but it's, like, almost platinum blonde and clearly a wig. It's like they just went down to the local costume shop, grabbed like a wig. Like, just a Halloween like, wig. Yeah. Not even, like, human hair wig, but yeah. a Halloween not, wig. Not a wig shop. Like, like a, you know, pop-up Halloween yeah. store and grab, like, uh, I don't know, grab, like, the... The naughty nurse costume. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> just like take off the little red uh, cross and slap it on her head. <laughs> it's real bad. So she cuts her hair. And I here's what I like about this. is like this is a thing. This mm-hmm. is a thing that women do. Um, cutting your hair is mm-hmm. often a sign of control. So when you lost control and when you regain it, mm-hmm. um, it's like a thing you can do. Yeah. Or it's also like something that women often do, myself included, to like signify mm-hmm. a giant change in your life. So like often when you go through a breakup, a lot of times women mm-hmm. will cut their hair short to signify like, okay, I'm shedding this weight and starting anew. I'm joining the army. That, yeah, no, shave that all off. I think even more important though, in this scene, guess what you see? A widespread panic poster. <gasps> It's oh back. my god uh, just in time to get a drink oh wait no we're supposed to be in rehab right with willow oh yeah no in abstain. Solidarity. abstain abstain or is it just candles we can't use candles <laughs> oh I'm we never both. said that witches are particularly fond of like gulag or something what would they drink i don't know gulag. <laughs> like a russian prison <laughs> no what about goulash? goulash i think that's soup what's the what's the mold wine what's the spiced I just uh, heard, I've heard it called mold wine. I don't okay, no, there's a thing. It's a, it, it's German. <laughs> German name for mold wine. I, I I don't. Maybe it's very close to to, to gulag and. <laughs> it's a thing. I'm gonna look it up later. All right, just insert it in here very confidently. I'm gonna look it up now. And that's what I was saying, Michael. What do you have to say to that? Just dead air. I'm gonna look this up now. Glog. Glog. Okay, that's close. Yeah. See. So Buffy is rejecting Spike's advances. He remarked how much he loved her hair. She doesn't want his attentions. Mm-hmm. So she gets rid of the thing that he likes. 
which, you know, in error because he likes all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that was really going to stop him? <laughs> this is just a way of showing him like, oh, you like this? Fuck you. You don't yeah. get it. You know, he made like a sex robot out of you. I'm pretty sure a haircut's not going to do it. <laughs> not to mention, it's just cuter. If yeah. anything, you're making it worse. It is adorable. <laughs> oh, no, there's a werewolf coming for you. Better put on this ketchup. Because you'd taste better. There's a what coming for a you? A werewolf. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you think I said? I heard world. There's a world coming for me. Better put on some ketchup. <laughs> Like, I'm, just, I may have been working at Friendly's recently. Mike is uh, channeling Salvador Dali. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I like this because I like I definitely like there is some part of me that anytime I'm feeling particularly stressed out or I've had mm. a bad day or just there is too much on my shoulders, I do feel the urge to grab a pair of scissors. I'm like I'm just going to chop all my hair off, mm. and my hair's not even long anymore. But it still just feels like this would make everything better. <laughs> uh, Buffy then goes to the salon to have it cleaned up. Mm-hmm. good you want to do that uh the trio plans on sneaking into a waxing salon using the invisibility ray which like <laughs> no there, there's like <laughs> there's other places like yeah like even if you're gonna be a perv um <laughs> like there's sexy naked and then there's like i'm getting a procedure done naked <laughs> uh, yeah it's not i getting waxed is not uh, the procedure itself is not sexy. No. Uh, when I was in high school, the tanning salon in my hometown, mm-hmm. a bunch of teenage boys um, like broke in there and just started like opening up doors on women naked in tanning beds. But at least like you're just lying there naked. It's not, um, you know, getting waxed and possibly like bleeding from your hair follicles. Bleeding from your wherever. <laughs> Hair follicles. It was accurate. No, I was making... I know. Uh, Also... Werewolf. (laughs) This technology, this invisibility technology Mm -hmm. that no one else has, to our knowledge, you're going to use it so you can look at naked girls? This is your your masterful plan. And I'm not saying that every heterosexual man hasn't had that thought at some point, but... It's not the only thought you have. They're in their 20s. Yeah. And if you're like... like if you're in high school, I'm like, I get it. Post high school, you you even if you're going to be an asshole, you would know that like, you know, it's a better way to get women. I could use this to steal all of the money. Right. And then be like a super rich guy. And then some women will be interested in me for being a super rich guy. Or you can I don't just have to, like buy all the prostitutes. Yeah. Buy all of the prostitutes. <laughs> Specifically buy them. Hello, <laughs> sir. I would like all of your prostitutes. I have a sack full of money. <laughs> or like take a sack full of money into a strip club. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You are now the most popular person. You are the king of homecoming. <laughs> Buffy exits the salon with a cute new hairdo Aww. and the trio flip out because clearly she's, mm-hmm. you know, there for them. While fighting over who gets to be invisible first, they accidentally trip the gun and turn Buffy and a tree and a dumpster and some other stuff invisible. Yep. That poor uh, pylon. That poor pylon. Cut to what happened to Buffy? She's gone. She's gone. Get it? But it's sadder talking about the seating chart mm-hmm. for the wedding. Uh, Buffy enters while they, they chat and there's a bunch of cute practical you know, mm-hmm. effects of like the door opened by itself and this mm-hmm. thing is floating 
Little eyeballs. Yep. I like how they have that on the DVD menu. Because, like, you know, they show a bunch of images from the show. But it's like, ooh, how do you show an invisible person? That, that little... I have yeah. like, I don't know what she uses. Those, I don't know what those balls are. But yeah, they're... they I, they don't recognize them as any, like, standard... I think they're just, like, knickknacks. Yep. Uh, I do like the Marcy reference of, have you been feeling ignored lately? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the running joke of, like, mm-hmm. oh, you got your hair cut? What does it look like? And, like, mm, burying the lead. Let's talk yep. about the fact that she's invisible. Well, in the, in the Scooby world, those are, like, kind of of equal significance. I got a haircut. I turned invisible. Yeah. It's like, eh. I was trying to put myself in Buffy's shoes. Like, okay, this would be fun. I can see yeah. how this would be entertaining that you're like, yeah, you guys researched that. I'm going to go do some shit. Yeah. Because uh, this is fun. Oh, you could prank so many people. It would be fun. But I also feel like but after about 24 hours, I'd be probably sick of it. Yeah. I feel like that would be my limit. Maybe 48. See, I would just be so petrified of like walking around that I was going to get hit by a car because cars are ready. Like, Oh, yeah, even when they see you, they don't care. So if you're invisible, like, oh, I would just hate to be around any street. I was trying to think of, like, really good practical uses for it, though. And Mm -hmm. I was like, eh, I wouldn't steal stuff because that's not me. I don't care about breaking in and seeing naked people. So that's not me. I would do all that. I might, like, sneak onto an airplane and, like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want to, like... I don't know, fly to Area 51 and be like, well, let's find some shit out. <laughs> a direct flight to Area 51? That, one, that is the exact one. Or like, you know, any, like anything where like a conspiracy and you're like, well, too bad, Pentagon. I'm going to come in and find out, you know, who really killed Kennedy. No. I, I'm sure that would be easy to just like. Way more interesting than a, a waxing salon. But what if that waxing salon was involved in killing Kennedy? I mean, worlds collide. Mm-hmm. While Xander looks for clues, uh, Buffy's going to go for a walk instead of helping. Mm-hmm. She does that one woman a real solid by taking that hat off. <laughs> Ugh, that purple, yeah. Purple and studded and leather. All of bad things. Xander and Anya are talking about, well, th- you know, the invisibility must be magic. Who could be that powerful? It's Willow. They they think it's Willow, which is a solid logic jump. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Meanwhile, Willow almost floats a book. (gasps) Don't do it, Willow. And she feels so guilty Mm -hmm. that when Xander shows up, you know, accusing her of turning Buffy invisible, she's just needs to unload about it. She's like, okay, I'm so sorry. It was just a little bit of magic. (laughs) But then she also gets mad at Xander when, like, I, I mean, yeah. you just erased all their memories and then crashed a car with Dawn in it. You I, you don't get to get righteous at this point. Yeah. You got you to gotta earn back some of that trust. Yeah. And he didn't even say, like, this was definitely you and how dare you. He was mm-hmm. just like, okay. And you like, have something you, to tell me? And when you were like, yes, I did, but it was just a little bit of magic. Then, that, I mean, that's why. Yeah. And she like that rhymes with Blin Visible. <laughs> Other things Xander could have said. Dismissible. Divisible. Admissible. Despicable. Indivisible. All right. Rather, I'm just... Mm. <laughs> just go, go through the, the yeah. rhyming words. Rather than blinvisible. Because that made me think, like, what would rhyme with invisible? There are things. It's not like orange. Well, you got blorange. Oh, of course. The old blorange. The the famous French uh, wine spirit. 
I'm going to invent that just to spite you. <laughs> Lord. So after that one shot, the trio's ray is fried. They have to fix it. Uh, Invisible Slayer, super dangerous. Yeah. This, I mean, this, okay, so there's a practical thing other than seeing naked people or stealing mm-hmm. stuff or finding out all the answers to the world's conspiracies. Uh, you could be a super powerful slayer. Oh, yeah. Or just the murderer. Oh, <laughs> sure. I don't want to steal stuff, but I'm okay murdering people. I mean, some people, doesn't really matter if you murder them. <laughs> I'm nervous, guys. Help me. <laughs> oh, no, it's not you yet. <laughs> Remind me to stop making fun of Mike's puns. Thank you. Part <laughs> of my plan. Murder. <laughs> so, what is this super dangerous Slayer doing? Stealing an ugly hat. Which, again, like you're totally on the money with that. Absolutely, buffet. like the highest priority. <laughs> uh, steals a meter made golf cart. That one's a little like, wow, this escalated quickly. I got a parking ticket this weekend. I'm on board with this now. Mm. Meter maids, parking enforcement, bite me. (laughs) Uh, She goes to the social services office, (laughs) starts moving her mug around. I appreciate this because I can instantly tell when someone's been in my office just Mm -hmm. because like you go to reach for something and you're like, huh? Okay, who's been in here? (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you also hear like your mugs tell you to kill people? Only on Thursdays. Oh, okay. It's like a must-see TV thing. <laughs> so the floating mug tells her to kill, Doris. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> what if she did, though? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. if this worked? What if she was, like, right on the edge and Buffy just pushed her over? <laughs> and then she just, like, took out a meat cleaver she'd been saving on her desk. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. Xander, Willow, turn me back. I did something terrible. <laughs> well, then she's a slayer. She'll just stop her. Uh, she changes Don's file to say all work and no play make Doris a dull girl. Hmm. And we'll have someone to redo the summer's interview. It was a good plan. It worked. Yeah. I do love the the bit of like, well, the voice was telling me to what? Uh, nothing. <laughs> like, you just see like, oh, I should not tell anybody this. He's a very understanding boss, mm-hmm. honestly, that like Evita Bloy was like, but the voices, they never mind. And be like, uh, I would have a much more extreme reaction than this guy yeah. when he's just like, you go home and we'll have someone to do your work. I'd be like, psych evil now and you're not allowed back until it comes in clean. Uh, Willow's looking into Buffy's disappearance with good old fashioned detective work. I like, I like I the like spray it paint. The whole thing. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. She's being less lazy. I'm like, she's like the super duper slow way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you notice that Willow's even dressing more like old Willow in this app? She's yeah. straight up wearing a fuzzy sweater. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, I'm just going to be like comfy because it's going to be real rough work. I'm not going to yeah. like, you know, try to be all like fancy and wearing like strappy dresses and all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, I'm going to wear a comfy sweater mm-hmm. and just do some work. Yep. It's like when you're coming like back to work after being sick mm-hmm. or when you're hungover and you're like, okay, loose fitting pants, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no heels. Comfy, comfy flats. Do you remember my first real hangover where I had to do something the next day uh, in college where it's just like, where's my big red sweater? This is what I'm wearing. <laughs> just biggest, comfiest tent. So I can just kind of like. There was know, one time in it. college where I was like so hungover, like puking hungover and had to teach a cheerleading camp Boo. to little high schoolers. 
Do you know what cheerleaders do a lot of? Jumping. Well, they have to be aggressive. Be aggressive. Less aggressive when your head is in the toilet. Ride the bus. Ride the bus. What is that one? Riding the bus. Never heard that? No. It's like when you're throwing up, it's like because you're holding on to either side of the toilet like a big bus wheel. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I like that. That's that's not it's not cute. It's um It's adorable. It's clever. Next time I vomit. <laughs> it's clever. Uh so black car crashed into the invisible fire hydrant. And they say this has to be Buffy's uh, van that she mm-hmm. talked about, which is a jump. It's a little bit of a I could see her like maybe they should it should be more like, hey, maybe it's that van. Could be. Yeah. Let's check that out instead, instead of, like, of like, it must be. Definitely that. Like, did you guys read the script? Have you been watching the series? So they take the traffic cone as evidence. So we, we got to Spike in his crypt and he's watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Woman screams, ah, look at all that blood. His stomach growls. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he drinks it. He's hungry. Buffy shows up and slams him up against a wall and rips his shirt open. Oh, boy. She is thirsty. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. As much as this is like, whoa, girl. And again, this, I'm I'm going back to like, he was only reaching for his lighter and she was getting like into it. Like, girl needs to calm down. Keep it in your pants. She slams him up against the wall. And he specifically stand, like is there as if both his arms are pinned against mm-hmm. the wall and then rips his shirt open. How? Does she have a third arm? Uh, just use her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> really into it. At the magic box, Xander and Anya are researching when the pylon straight up dissolves. Oh, no. And this is gross. Like, yeah, the- I just, my imagine, I, it's like CGI, but my imagination mm-hmm. of what that feels like, just, ugh, yeah. Reminds me of uh, the weird scene in Hook where they're all eating the multicolored food. That yeah. Kind of me out. Yeah. That's the, the weird consistency. Doesn't actually look appetizing. No. Like Gak. Remember Gak? Yeah, I remember Gak. Gak. I remember Gak is mostly like a thing that even as a child, I could tell like parents were like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I just imagine the smell as yeah. being awful. Like that's going to smell and it's going to stain everything and I'm going to find it in a shoe. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so they have to fix Buffy before she becomes the pylon. Or she uh, dissolves like the pylon. <laughs> she transforms <laughs> into a pylon. The trio also figures this out, and Warren's really excited about it. Yeah. Fuck you, Warren. But Jonathan and Andrew, not actually really terrible guys. They yeah. don't want to kill Buffy. They just, you know, want to be powerful and get girls. Mm-hmm. Look at waxing. <laughs> yeah, so they try to convince Warren that he has to fix it and save Buffy and he oh. agrees, but like you can tell that yeah. he's actually a shit. And whatever not you help. say, like you mm. would not say whatever you say. That is not in character for you. You're up to something. I mean, good for you, Jonathan, but you guys should also kind of like eh, be a little bit more suspicious of him. Yeah. Don't, don't trust him. Xander goes to spying script to <laughs> enlist his help finding Buffy. Uh, and Spike is, um, Doing his daily exercise? <laughs> He's uh, cave diving. Whoa, that was much dirtier. <laughs> Entering the castle. Hiding the bishop. <laughs> Mattress dancing. <laughs> Monster mashing. <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. <laughs> 
writing the poem. Writing the. <laughs> writing the what? <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, while uh, Kristen continues to laugh, uh, let's just go to straight to the next episode. So, double me palace. Buffy needs some work. So, <laughs> she gets a job in fast food. This is revealed early on in the episode. They're discussing uh, it's Adia and Sander and Willow. And, oh, you done? Riding the Bony Express. <laughs> Sharpening his pencil. <laughs> that says more about Buffy than it does about him. <laughs> Ow, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Stuffing the muffin. Mm, okay, I'm done. The rest, the rest are just too gross. She is, uh, or he is, um, uh, to to anglicize the hit song Desposito, uh, putting his graffiti on her labyrinth. That is a trans- I get it. Okay. Yeah. No, it took me a sec. I had a, unfortunately, I had to picture it. Yep. <laughs> to, to, and that's a rough translation of a line from Despacito. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think it's the number one anymore, but uh, don't don't look up the uh, English version of that song because uh, the lyrics are uh, very bad and kind of gross. This episode, or this scene rather, I just keep thinking about like, how many outtakes did you go through? Where James was like, "You want me to do what?" <laughs> okay, and then like he just he bursts out laughing in the first take. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we'll do another one." Joss bursts out laughing in the second take. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we'll go again." A random crew member bursts out laughing in the third one. This is ridiculous. So he is he is uh, <clears throat> doing push ups in bed naked, naked. Uh, and you can hear Buffy. <laughs> And, you know, he's talking with Sander and trying to play it off like Buffy's not there. She starts nibbling his earlobe. I know. How do they do that? Magic. Okay. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> they cut off his earlobe and then added a green one and CGI'd it. That's what happened. Don't look at the cat. I'm, <laughs> I'm right about that. Help me, cat. <laughs> She's gone mad. She's like Michael Madsen in Reservoir Dogs. So Spike's insulted that Buffy will want to be with him, but is ashamed to be seen with him. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Buffy says that for the first time in my life, I'm free of rules and reports of life. And he's like, so dead. Yeah. But one of them has to go on living. So one, one of them is living. living. This does make sense, though, that like Buffy never had an adolescence. Mm-hmm. High school slain college which is when most people like get to go a little crazy Mm -hmm. didn't even get to finish and now she's straight up a mom Mm -hmm. like i get being like i mean i get to kind of go crazy and no rules for a day Mm -hmm. do it up uh (laughs) like the get lost because if i can't have all of you hey that's cheating (laughs) it's so well done but like This is great because you would swear through a lot of episodes mm-hmm. that Sam Michelle Gellar's there yeah. and you're just hearing her voice. And they do mm-hmm. a really good job of like cutting to a blank wall and making it interesting. Yeah. Because quote unquote 
Buffy's there, mm-hmm. but she's not. Yeah. And like poor James Marsters is having a conversation with Air. Mm-hmm. But I buy it. I have to remind yeah. myself, like, no, he is in that room alone. Mm-hmm. I do also like how he gets to finally live out his fantasy of being Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters. <laughs> of basically, it's like a, it's like having a ghost go down on you. <laughs> There's a lot of um, <clears throat> things you didn't realize were in Ghostbusters as a kid. <laughs> No, I was going to say there's a lot of third base in this season. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the, the, you know, Willow and Tara. You know, there's so much I feel like somebody should, like, do a documentary on it, maybe an oral history. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, guys. You guys, he took a bow after that. <laughs> he just bowed to I think the that's, room. I think that's deserved. <laughs> uh, Buffy goes home. Uh, Don sneaks in late, and she has a really good point. Why aren't you working on finding out what happened? No. Why leave it to the others? Do you even care? No. Good questions. Uh, and then Xander leaves her a phone message that says the invisibility will kill you. Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. But she has to go on living. Willow finds the van, and this is dumb. Yeah. She just lets herself into someone else's home. Yeah. This is B and E. Well, and like I could see here's what I could see. Like checking out the van, seeing if that looks like it, and maybe like opening the door. Once you see like, oh, this looks like this could be it, you close the door, you go and get a slayer. Look in the windows. Uh I feel like the windows would be covered. I could have sworn I saw windows on that side. Oh, maybe. Maybe they anyways. Were. Yeah, either, no, do, yeah. you don't go in first off, you're breaking into someone's home. This isn't a crypt. This is like a house. And you don't just let yourself in. So the invisible trio take her hostage. It's okay, guys. She'll get her revenge on them later this season. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the only reason that happens is just because of this scene. Yeah. They just That's what she's really upset about. Yeah. Jonathan calls Buffy and says, meet us or we hurt Willow. But but who is it on the phone? Uh, no, nobody. You don't, you, don't, you don't know who this is. Nobody you know. <laughs> I love how his like criminal voice just sounds like somebody doing a McGruff the crime dog voice. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Jonathan Andrew, instead of, you know, participating in hostage negotiations, are playing a game. Yep. Because you picked an arcade. Yeah, not a smart move. You should have realized like those two are going to get distracted. Yeah. Although I guess it is a smart move from the, the point of like, there's a lot of noise, just ambient. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but you should have like been like, hey, guys, got to really focus up here. Warren tells Buffy that he'll revisible her. But Willow notices he's on the wrong setting. <gasps> he's going to kill her. Yep. Again, Jonathan and Andrew, pay attention to your boy. You need to keep him on a tight leash because yeah. he's, you know, evil incarnate. Mm hmm. He's shown multiple times that he's willing to murder. Yeah. And now we get a whole fight scene of invisible people. (laughs) This is awesome. It is so well done and clever and funny and just, uh, I mean, I just feel like every, like all the filmmakers are just like, this is hilarious. And you're doing a whole fight scene like on the super cheap Mm because you're like, and throw that thing. Great. And then that just, you just think Buffy body slammed some guy. Mm-hmm. We don't even need to hire a fight choreographer yep. today. 
Reminds me of uh, an episode of uh, the Batman show from the 60s where this uh, chemist lady turned all like the arch villains invisible to like help her with crimes. Mm-hmm. And it was very obvious that they didn't actually get any of the actors. So you only saw them from behind until they turned invisible. And then it was just a bunch of sound effects of Batman just punching the air. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Willow switches the gun to revisibility. And Buffy finally finds out who's been messing with her. Jonathan, Warren, and uh, Tucker's brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> they drop a smoke bomb, but the back door is locked. <laughs> that's the thing I feel like would, I would never want to use a smoke bomb, because what if it fails? Like, I think I just, just so start coughing. Yeah, yeah I, it's a big move. Mm-hmm. But when it fails, you look like the biggest dork. The trio, I got, I mean, they make for some real good physical comedy this season. <laughs> Buffy says that she, when she heard that she was going to die, she actually like didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So, hey, big progress. I love the exact line. I don't want to die. And that's something. Baby steps. No. And it goes along with Willow's baby steps of mm-hmm. not doing magic for X number of days. Plus, they've got a sweet invisibility ray. That, yeah. Way to go, guys. Willow knows how to use the settings. So what's the lesson in Gone? There are no shortcuts. Eventually, life will sneak up on you like an invisible person. (gasps) It's the same way that every time you take a vacation, you just want to stay there. Mm -hmm. Of course you do. You've got no job, no rent, no stress. But it has to end. Even if you stay there, the first thing they'll need to do is find a job and pay rent. So what do you think of this one? Uh, I think it's pretty solid. Like it's it's not one that like I'd necessarily unless I was really in an invisible mood, like go and watch a bunch, but it's definitely one like I think is worth watching. It's got some funny bits, got some good uh good plot elements moving forward in the series. So like yeah, it's not like a stellar episode, but it's a really solid like you know, episode of a season. I love this one. This is actually one that I put on a lot if I just like want to watch a Monster of the Week episode. I think it's really funny and clever. Mm -hmm. I really like the practical gags. I really like the the non-special special special effects. (laughs) Crack me up every time. And it moves the season along. You're checking with Willow like after she crashed the car and Mm -hmm. what's going on with her. But I absolutely love this invisible Buffy stuff. I think it's also another good episode to point to when people are like, but you know, this season is just all like sad. And it's like, no, this is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's sad? Cancer. (laughs) Throwing shade your way. Season five. Watch out. Season five. You might become the new vampire Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's uh, time to take a break and hear from our sponsor. Double meat palace. Double meat is double sweet. Would you like to join the fast-paced and exciting world of food service? Hi, I'm Manny the manager. And if you're lucky, you can be just like me. Double Meat Palace is looking for select go-getters to join our exclusive team. Double meat palace. Double meat is double sweet. Are you friendly? Do you enjoy quality dining with top-grade ingredients? Can you pass a drug test? The Double Meat team wants you to help us provide an important service to your local community. 
learn such exciting and valuable skills as punching a clock, setting a timer, flipping patties, and pushing buttons with pictures on them. You'll be working towards a future career in the industry just like me. Double meat palace, double meat is double sweet. Move on down to Double Meat Palace and tell them Manny the manager sent you. And remember, Double Meat is double sweet. Meat is a trademark of the Double Meat Palace Corporation. May not actually contain meat. Double Meat Palace is not responsible for employee injury or death or as a result of meat grinder, accident, or monster attack. Double Meat Palace! Double Meat is double sweet! It's time to put Gone back on the shelf and open the books on Double Meat Palace. Buffy went to bust the trio, but they've cleared out of the basement. Mm-hmm. Willow is fawning over their magical equipment. <laughs> while Xander likes their nerdy gear. Nerds. Anya says, supervillains want reward without work. The workers are the tools that shape America. Editing joke. Smash mm-hmm. cut to Buffy. Oh, I was feeling like a tool. Womp womp. This hat. Mm-hmm. This hat of hers. So it's a cow on the front Mm -hmm. and a rooster tail on the back. Yup. You poor thing. Uh, You mean you lucky person who gets to wear such an awesome hat. That's mean moo? Huh? What? But you should have said moo. Like a cow. Yes. But then add a chicken at the end. There you go. You got it. So have you ever had to wear a really terrible uniform for a job? Um, unflattering. Like okay. I had to wear a uniform where it was like khaki shorts or, or pants, which is fine for me. Uh, but then a yellow polo. Ew. No, no, no. Khaki yeah. and yellow. Yeah. And a yellow polo in general is a real tough look no. to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I worked at Starbucks for five years and mm. they occasionally would like, make you wear promotional t-shirts and like it's one of those things that like whoever made them thought they were being really clever but like there was one where you just had a t-shirt that had descriptor words of coffee so like if you were the first one at work that day you got the coffee that said bold yeah but like if not you got one that said like fresh or like mild and who wants to wear a t-shirt that just says mild in big words (laughs) no there is one i can't remember what it said it had some pun about eggs but it was a lime green t-shirt with a fried egg on it ladies and it (laughs) i use that one to clean my toilet (laughs) Mm. do you use it sunny side up proud of that one oh i'm very proud okay it's like my little baby boy (laughs) buffy is watching a training video for the devil meat palace oh sweet little cow and chicken so the double meat medley, if I'm understanding this mm-hmm. correctly, is like a double burger, except one of the patties is cow and the other one is chicken. Yeah. Although then they have like double meat nuggets, which is that just like a mixture? Uh, God. The Yeah. No, or that was like my question. Because also the patties, they don't show two different colors. So even what? though they're like 
one's beef and one's cow. I think they just mix the beef and the cow together. I thought beef and the cow, the beef and the chicken, the beef and the cow. Um, <laughs> I will because there's the part where they're slicing. I thought that was like the lower patty, and then you just kind of see the upper patty most of the time. Ugh. This is such a gross conversation. Yeah. Well, it's like if you ever see at like a McDonald's or some other fast food place when they have like an egg dish and it's the loaf of egg. Yep. <laughs> this just, I just know like beef and chicken has different cooking times. So no, you should not cook those together. No. You should keep them separate. We meet Manny the manager. <laughs> it's just my name. He seems a bit un- unenthused. I hate it when they're like... Especially like dead end part time jobs. It's one thing like if you're talking about an actual career job, but mm-hmm. a dead end part time job is like, why do you want to work here? Dummy money. for the paycheck. I need money. It's for the paycheck. It's always for the paycheck. Just give me the paycheck. What do I need to do to earn the paycheck? <laughs> why would anyone? Mm, mm, I hate that question. I just love fries. Right? Like customer service is my life. I love it when random people end up, you know, yell at me for a stupid goddamn reason. Uh, I found an onion ring in my fries. I want a refund. So that's a bonus, sir. <laughs> right? That is a God's gift. You're welcome. Play the lottery today. Uh, they have this conversation about, oh, so-and-so is gone. What happened? Whatever always happens. Your soul dies. That's what happens. That's that's why there's such a high turnover, because your soul is dead. They make her eat the medley. <laughs> That is a huge burger, by the way. <laughs> it's enormous. Like, I know there's some chains like the Carl's Jr. Hardee's that have like a bigger burger. But even it seems big for even that. It's like a saucer sized burger. It's like the like the burgers that they show in the commercials that yeah. you're like, that looks good. And then you go to the actual restaurant That's and you're like, it's teeny tiny little thing. This is the version of when I when you first start at Starbucks, they make you drink all the different flavors of coffee and not, i'm not talking about like flavors like hazelnut vanilla i'm talking about like french roast colombian roast so that you can taste the difference mm-hmm. you can't taste the difference so that you can taste the difference when i first started at starbucks i did not drink coffee no. by the end of that practice <laughs> i did <laughs> like by the time you try all the coffees i'm like and i'm an addict now <laughs> uh, uh, your first taste is free <laughs> then you gotta buy from us see <laughs> Oh, and the old lady says to her, I could see you here for a long time. Not a compliment. Not a nice thing to say to a person. You know what that reminds me of? Pet peeve of mine. Uh, Being a larger gentleman. Don't ever call a stranger you don't know, big guy. Mm. Nobody likes that. No. I don't know how that's been. Uh, Okay, here's an exception to that. If it's like a four-year-old and you're saying it ironically. Well, no. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's adorable. Yeah. But like. And this happens all the time of like a stranger who who needs to address me for whatever reason. Like, hey, big guy. I'm like, why Why would you think I like that? No. Who likes that? Sir. You like, call me sir. Yeah. Sir, respect. if you need to talk to me or like, hey, buddy, I'd take that. Sure. But like big guy, nobody likes like, hey, you're a stranger. Let me comment on your appearance for a sec while I try to talk to you. Like, whoa, that is very, very uh, forward of you. Yeah. No, that's not cool. No. Factual, but not cool. <laughs> Uh, so the the structure of this episode's a little weird mm-hmm. because like you cut back to Buffy at the Devil Meat Palace a lot, and there's not necessarily mm-hmm. it's like a collection of like my notes are a collection of like lines that are not necessarily connected by mm-hmm. any like first this happened and therefore this happened mm-hmm. and because of this then this happened. It's just like things that happen, but I also feel like 
long shift to crappy part-time job that's what it feels like yeah I, time I, has no meaning there no i i i see you're saying like it it's almost like it feels and maybe this is giving you too much credit like it's intentionally kind of upsetting you that it's not the right story structure because it's just like this boring job and you're trying to find meaning in it but it's just a bunch of nonsense yeah so i i kind of like it even if it wasn't intended to be like that that's the effect it has yeah so just, i think it's pretty cool when you're standing at the same food service counter mm-hmm. for eight hours straight and you're like it's it's all the same yeah. it's just all the same mm-hmm. the scoobies drop by <laughs> like when she draws in she's like you know i've waitressed before oh yeah, yeah. i forgot about that <laughs> when you just skipped out of town you know what though she should be able to get a better job than this yeah then. she should be able to get because a waitress how many job. like serving positions they're like oh you need experience mm-hmm. and like it's hard to get experience yep. serving if everyone wants experience to hire you as a hire you as a server yep. she has experience mm-hmm. she should get one of those food service jobs they tip better mm-hmm. or at all at all <laughs> which does make me think like again with the new timeline now that dawn exists like that must have been a bummer for dawn like where's my sister this whole summer that's yeah that's true that's gotta be real rough I do like Anya, you know, mentions that like I would assumed that Willow was going to help with the reception with magic. But now that she's like not, things <laughs> got tougher. And Willow responds, hey, standing right here, standing right exactly here. Um, this is a line I use all the time. Yeah. Cut to the night shift. Buffy takes another break. And the guy repeats, downtime robs us all. This gave me PTSD, Ugh. like night shifts and people that speak in corporate. Yep. You know, the people, they just repeat things that are in the employee mm-hmm. handbook, like handbook. You like, got stop time it. to lean. You got time to clean. Uh, uh, be genuine. No, no, that means nothing. Yep. Spike at the counter. I like how it just cuts to him mm-hmm. there. Yep. Like, how long have you been there? And he looks so out of place here. Yeah, it really, it it does look like a bad Photoshop. It's such a wonderful shot because, mm-hmm. like, you cut and you don't, there's no introduction. Yep. He's just there. How long has he been there? And, like, the shot goes on for a while mm-hmm. and he looks genuinely confused by his surroundings yeah. and the menu. I love this shot. And, of course, you get the lovely line, I'm a consumer. Service me. <laughs> This and there was um my first job I was working a snack counter at mm-hmm. a swim club and there was one guy um that spent hours hitting on me at that counter hours like my whole shift and I was trying to be patient because like customer but also like I'd constantly be like what do you want like what can I get for you and yeah. be like I don't want anything and then we continue to hit on me and finally like at the end of my shift I lost my goddamn mind and my boss walks in right as I told this guy off oh. I got in so much trouble. <laughs> and it was like, you don't understand. He's been like in front of this guy. I'm like, you don't understand. He's been here for hours and he doesn't want anything. He's like, I just wanted some Tootsie Rolls. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. you did not want Tootsie Rolls. You wanted my Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> and th- But this is touching where Spike tells her like, you're better than this. Yeah. And her saying like, I need the money. And he says, I can get you money. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you know, he's not going to get it through. Le- no, he's going to steal it. But it's still like, for Spike, that's sweet. Yeah, he's he cares about her. Mm-hmm. So she works at the grill. They have extreme control to eliminate variation. Mm. Flip the timer. Wait for the ding. Flip the burger. Set the timer. 
This reminds me of when we switched from uh, normal espresso machines to automatic espresso mm. machines at Starbucks, and then I died inside. Because uh, <laughs> like any sort of like skill or well, it got thought. like it was getting progressively worse. So at first yeah. it was that, and then um, when I did the deposit in a day, they wanted me to print out a sheet of paper that had pictures of money. And I had to put the picture of each each bill on the picture of the type of bill. I have a college education. And they needed me to put the $20 bill on the picture of the $20 bill. And just being a human being who's exists in the world, you've seen what money looks like. <laughs> I, and, I, and I know that a 20 is bigger than a 10. And you keep them in separate piles. Like... And then, and then they started doing this thing where, um, when you were behind the counter, the manager would sit there with a picture of the counter and draw, um, every step you took and sat there and mapped out all your steps so that they could streamline your steps. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dead on the inside, oh. just dying. That reminds me, of, I know somebody who works uh, in, in like, uh, the delivery business packages, but how, like, apparently a lot of places now, uh, of course, you, like, use GPS to find things, but it's, like, it's to the point now where it's, like, it tells you the exact route to use, mm-hmm. how long it has to take, what how much time you have to deliver a package when you step out, like, and if you don't meet that, you have to, like, explain why. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Amazon is yeah. like that, that they specifically tell you, like, it should take you 43 seconds to get to Bay 2. Yeah. Oh, and Buffy discovers the worst part of working food service, the smell. Ugh. And how you smell and the grease and it gets in your hair and your fingernails and it's just it just becomes a part of you. It's all part of the process. Pro. Yay. And your nostrils. I love how he says words weird. Buffy and Spike bang. Ooh. It is it is as the sign next to them says, teamwork. Oh, so they they do this like up against the drive through window. This I'm I'm gonna say it. We haven't finished season six, but I'm gonna say it. Worst sex scene of the series. Of the series. It's really sad. It's terrible, because first off, She's not enjoying it, no. which makes it the worst thing that she's like, she, you know, was seeking out this relation, these relations as like an escape to like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy for yeah. half an hour and forget my terrible life. It's not working. No. That sucks. Also, just in terms of like sexy scenes to sh- mm-hmm. shoot, this is not how sex works. they're just shrugging their shoulders and even just angle wise they are standing next to each other shrugging their shoulders and they're like this is sex it's some tommy was so action uh this is worse than when the buffy bot was on type of top of spike barely moving fully clothed Mm -hmm. and they were both fully clothed (laughs) this is worse than that because it's just a shoulder shrug and you knew at least the buffy bot was enjoying that yeah sure and like she's a robot so if you know maybe it moves by itself and she doesn't have to do much work but this is terrible this is this is not sexy uh amy shows up at the summer's house she wants her cage back damn it amy and she says it's your birthday and gives willow the gift of magic she doesn't want Mm -hmm. like doses her with magic this i I don't think like i never super loved amy after season three Mm -hmm. 
But this time around, I'm realizing just what a fucking bitch she is. Fuck you, Amy. Whoa. Should have stayed a rat. Like, I feel like I remember when season seven came out and she came back. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that character changed. Nope. Yep. She's just a bitch. Yep. She's really a bitch. Buffy finds a finger in the grinder. <gasps> and we get the great Soylent Green scene. Yeah. Stop eating. It's people. The double meat medley is people. <laughs> Even the cherry pie. <laughs> she is fired. Which, yes, yeah. you would be. We meet Hal Freck, Aww. who Anya calls Hallie, uh, and this is Cecily. This is yep. this is William's ex, not n- not girlfriend. They didn't date. Um, ex love object. <laughs> there you go. Great. Uh, she is manipulating this conversation uh, with Anya, and it I is mean, frustrating. She's not wrong, but the way she's going about it is just so wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's the judgmental. Hmm. And then, uh, do you? Answering every question with a question. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you're missing the part where he's, you know, and Anya's understanding about, like, sometimes I say things that are, like, annoying or too blunt or critical, mm-hmm. and Xander has to correct me. He's like, oh, so he's critical of you. Like, no, but she's like, there's also, a difference. There's a difference between, like, yeah. helping someone. Mm-hmm. And also, we're missing the part where Xander straight up finds this adorable most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not just like, you're wrong. He's yeah. just like, <laughs> she's cute the way she loves money. Yeah. And it's also like, no, I'm just trying to help you, like, survive and get along in this world that you're not really equipped for. And unintentionally insult people. Like yeah. Anya doesn't want to hurt people's no. feelings sometimes. Yeah. So Xander has to be like, hey, here's why this person reacted that way. It's not like he's like, oh, you shouldn't dress that way. Yeah. You look slutty. Like he's not, he's not, not one of those dude. guys. No. He's just like, uh, hey, maybe, maybe don't say that this person is irresponsible and a jerk to their face like that. It's kind of like, I mean, like, I was sweet. I passed my mom and her kid on the sidewalk the other day, and the mom was like, I understand that you think that about that person, but you shouldn't say it to them because it's not nice. I'm like, well, what a cute Aww. little thing that this mom is taking this time to mm-hmm. teach her daughter a good lesson. Similar. Yeah. Buffy calls an emergency meeting. Meet in meet if she called two would it be a double meeting <laughs> uh about the devil meat palace mm-hmm. that smells funny and that is why i'll never work food service again <laughs> xander ate the evidence <gasps> he's a xanibal <laughs> he she brought home the double meat medley to so they could test it and prove that it was human and xander just gobbled it up and also like you, you know you you almost deserve eating people xander because you just like ate a burger that was set on a table near you no one said that was for you yeah i forgot that they this was a thing because i haven't seen this episode Mm -hmm. in a while so when buffy set down the burger i'm like oh yeah she brought dinner for (laughs) don and so in my mind before like the cannibal thing came into i was like sander just fucking ate don's dinner (laughs) (laughs) truly a greater crab Buffy's con- concerned not only that, you know, they're serving people, but also that there's a high turnover that, mm-hmm. you know, um, it could be statewide. You get free meat. You get disposal of these bodies that no one's mm. looking for because, you know, oh, it's just minimum wage workers. Willow says that she'll analyze it with science, not magic. Uh, and Buffy's going to go back and investigate the restaurant. Meanwhile, Dawn is worried that Buffy's going to have crap minimum wage jobs her whole life. So, Xander has a good point. You, Don, mm-hmm. can work on becoming a doctor. Yep. 
so that you can provide for your sister who saved your life how many times and mm-hmm. technically created you. Yeah, like you kind of owe her a little bit. Done. And, and Xander's just, or Xander brings it up and she's just like, yeah, right. Like, oh yeah, no, you're the worst. Yeah. Uh, Willow's chemistry says that this, this meat, quote unquote, is not human. And they're wondering, is it demon meat? But there's cellulose. Not to be infused with cellulite. Which is delicious. <laughs> Back at the Double Meat Palace, Buffy trips over a severed foot. <gasps> Poor Manny. This is not a good prop. No, it really does look like they, they went to the same uh, costume shop that uh, Kate Mark had her wig at and just got a fake foot, put a saddle shoe on it. She also like carries this around like it's a baby. I'm like, it's just... Oh, did you see the cutscene where she sings a lullaby? <laughs> just go to feet <laughs> and good night. She finds the apple pie lady's wig. Wig lady. Wig lady. Apple pie lady. Don't call her that. She doesn't like that. I call her apple pie lady. APL for sure. Uh, first of all, it's a cherry pie. Cherry pie. You're right. I'm uh, all wrong. Second of all, uh, I'm I'm not going to care when you're an uh, evil demon monster what you prefer to be called. You're wig lady. Let, let's talk about her demon-ness. So the reason she wears a wig mm-hmm. is that uh, her demon part is um, something that grows out of her head. Mm-hmm. And this is... Uh, <laughs> This is straight up a giant penis. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, who designed this? It is the most phallic thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's. I think it's also supposed to a little bit resemble like the the alien from the chestburster scene in Alien, but this is without any arms. And it's it's just a long tube, ladies. <laughs> it's it's got a head. Mm-hmm. But no eyes. It shoots out of it. And it's very veiny. And it, it spits at you. Yep. <laughs> Who designed this? I think it's just a real monster that exists. Like, just get, look at a screenshot of this and you're like, I mean. There's a big old dick coming out of her head. It's that. It's just, did no one have notes? Maybe they were like, you know what, guys, now that we're on UPN. Dick monster. <laughs> dick monster. Lots of oral and a dick monster. <laughs> We're just taking everything's on the table. Uh, so it spits at you and it paralyzes you. And Buffy's kind of paralyzed, but kind of not. She's like, just kind of herky jerky. Like, yeah, she's like, you're paralyzed. And then Buffy takes two steps backwards. Yeah. And I'm like, you're oh. paralyzed. <laughs> paralyzed. And move her upper body just fine. She explains, like, the poison spreads upwards. I'm like, I feel like that was added in later because that was an 80 yard line. Yeah. That they had to explain, like, you're paralyzed, except you're moving all around this restaurant. Quite a bit for somebody who's paralyzed. I feel like people who are paralyzed are a bit offended, but like, that is not what paralysis is. One thing I do like about the design is the kind of hollow eyes. Yeah. That, like, once it comes out, it's like her eyes aren't really there anymore. It's just kind of like a yeah. black space. That I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, made a little less creep of a fact than just a giant dick. That I mean, yeah, that was added in later about like, oh, guys, you know, the monster came back from the prop shop and we have a real problem. <laughs> Can we glue on some big like monkey ears to make it look like a dick? No, we can't. 
we can't do the the guy won't let us do that all right we got to do something to wake lady uh no eyes no eyes got it except it's weird because the thing itself also doesn't have eyes where'd the eyes go like it's not like that her eyes went away and it turned up on mm-hmm. penis head's eyes that would have been real goofy <laughs> just the penis uh, so the devil meat workers are like cattle. They're stuffed full of burgers and covered in grease from the fryer. Mm-hmm. And just they just go down smooth. Willow shows up at the drive through speaker and explains that the v- burgers aren't people. They're actually veggie burgers. Yeah. So you could eat there. Well, no. No, because they cook it in meat fat. Yeah. Uh, she confesses, quote unquote, about Amy's whammy and how she's had magical powers all day, but not on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, she admits that she's feeling a need for magic and she's starting to go through withdrawal again. So she kind of wants to like fix the pain by doing more magic. Mm. And this is when I, it occurred to me like really what an asshole Amy is. Willow just got done with the shakes. Yeah. And now you're gonna put her back in that. Mm -hmm. You are such a turd. Yeah. Uh, so the penis eats Buffy. Wait, I thought we already talked about the sex scene spike. (laughs) Oh, uh, they don't know it's a penis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a metaphor! Then the lesbian breaks into the restaurant, yeah. and <laughs> cuts off the penis. <laughs> uh, they didn't know. This is straight up like, see, okay, season four initiative aside. Yeah. This time they really didn't know it was a penis. Otherwise, they would not have had the lesbian straight up castrating the penis. Unless it's like a weird, like funny meta commentary, like, eh, it's a dick. <laughs> Buffy then stabs it with a plastic fork. Oh, that is my favorite part of the episode. She's like, just, like, like plastic you know, you're not helping. Lay back, sweetie. <laughs> Still try it. <laughs> and then Willow shoves it in the grinder. Ooh, it's so gross coming out of there. It's all like green and black. Which but yeah, why don't they why don't they paint it on the outside like green and black? That would have at least like or like not flesh color. Not like a color that is like very close to flesh. If it's gonna be like a reddish hue, maybe then put some green on there. Oh, that would be Christmassy. You want a Christmas dick. Like some yellow or something, like yeah. something that's not like a, a anywhere near a flesh tone. Right, Keep, stay yeah. away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after she throws the penis into the grinder, before she grinds it, it pops it back up at her, which is great because yeah. the penis jumps out at Willow and she doesn't like it. No, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no thanks. So she turns on the grinder and it is just this, uh, like, uh, even, I'm not even joking. I'm gagging. <laughs> the meat itself is great. With like that yellow slime and it is effective. Mm -hmm. That's disgusting. The next day, Amy shows up at the Summer's house. Oh, fuck you so hard, Amy. (laughs) Didn't you have fun? Not the point. I didn't hear a no. Still not not the the goddamn point. Lots of things are fun. Yeah. Stealing might be fun. That don't make it right. Yeah. And especially like, like I've always been so pissed at the idea of dosing someone. And like, I've heard people say like oh it's just like fun if you're at a party like even if you're not trying to do something with that person like that's i feel like this is like an explanation that people use for roofing people let's say it guys this is season six consent (laughs) consent is the overarching theme of the season super important yeah it's just so gross like it dirties the very idea of like having fun or like 
Uh, it's it's so gross. Mm. Really bothers me. Oh, and her line, she goes, I forgot a lot while you were failing to make me not a rat. Oh, excuse me? Excuse me. Whose fault is it that you were a rat? It's not like if Willow turned you into a rat and then couldn't figure it out, perfectly justified. No, you turned yourself into a rat. And didn't tell anyone ahead of time, hey, if I do this, here's how to fix it. Yeah. And it's like, what, she's just spent every day trying to unrat you? You were fine. Well, and not to mention, you turned yourself into a rat with no plan to get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Whose bright idea was that? How is that You should that thank her for keeping you safe in that cage instead of, like, letting you, like, roam the streets and get eaten by some, you know, demon cat. Oh, and by the way, we weren't burned at the stake. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Big help you were, Amy, Amy Rat. Amy, I hate you. And you are you, a Amy. rat. Amy, you rat. Yeah, I see. Buffy returns her uniform because, you know, mm-hmm. fired. Yeah. Personally, I would have used it to clean my toilet. That is what crappy uniforms are for. Mm. Uh, she meets Manny's replacement, who is way more of an actual human. Yep. She says that whole Soylent Green thing was just a practical joke. <laughs> uh, she says the devil meat med- medley is vegetables. And the woman informs her, yes, it's cheaper <laughs> than yep. meat, but it's rendered with beef fat. So it's not actually vegetarian, yeah. which is a shame because then like everyone could eat there. Yeah. Well, and it reminds me of, and, I'm, and this might even have been because it was around the same time, might have been an inspiration for it. It came out that for several years, uh, McDonald's fries were labeled as being naturally flavored, which included beef fat. Right. So they're not actually uh, vegetarian. Yeah. So I think they've, they've changed it since then. Mm-hmm. Um, still not good. Um, take that McDonald's. I'm going to really show you guys. I'm going to take down McDonald's. But yeah, and it kind of reminds me of like almost like a weird inverse of that where it's like something you think is meat isn't meat, but still is meat. What? The manager brings up the fact that Buffy now has a valuable secret. So what does she want? Mm. I want money, not blackmail. Yep. <laughs> she wants to keep her job. Like, she could have gotten a little blackmailing of, like, hey, could I be, like, system manager? Or maybe just a little bit of a raise. Yeah. Just, like, bump up the starting salary. A little bit. A little bonus. So, what do you think of this one? Uh, I really like Double Me Palace. I feel like it, I, I, I feel like it's, it gets a bad rap, but I feel like I like a really goofy episode every now and then. Mm -hmm. And this is a great, like, goofy, weird episode to Mm -hmm. just kind of, to spice it up a little bit. I, I, I like it. I think it's it's fun. Yeah, aside from the Willow stuff, the, the plot isn't moved that much forward. Just like Buffy gets a job. Well, but she needed one. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it's fun and weird and goofy. I Yeah, I've always ha- heard this as described as the worst episode ever of Buffy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the worst episode no. ever. I don't think it's great. Structurally, again, it's problematic. Mm-hmm. I can, if the, what they were doing was intentional, I can see why. Yeah. I like the idea of Amy dosing Willow, but I feel like... It was, it was a little underdeveloped, yeah. Super, I mean, like, what happens? A pencil goes wobbly. Yeah. That's that's it. I yeah. swear to God. So I would appreciate if we had actually seen more of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Buffy gets a job. We get some funny commentary on working not just retail, which mm-hmm. we've seen her do before, yeah. but like super shitty corporate job mm-hmm. um which i mean most people can have some experience where they can relate to this but like yeah. oh yeah it's the worst 
Um, Any job where you had to watch a tape and back. Right. And where like everyone you work with, you're like, this person's clearly an alien, right? Buffy's addiction to sex, like with Spike, it's it's no longer an escape. So that's, Mm. you know, a new escalation of that. But Life Serial did do a better job of making fun of a shitty job. Mm. The wig lady was weird. I like the fact that it was the little old lady because yeah. that character was memorable before she was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So like in, it, when you see her, you're not surprised. You're like, oh, yeah, that yeah. crazy old lady. But the whole end is not actually like very climactic to me. It's a little sloppy. Yeah. yeah. It's the, not just the design of the mm-hmm. demon, but also like it's cool, kind of cool that Willow saves the day, yeah. especially after she's been feeling so weak that mm-hmm. like she gets to be the strong one and like yeah. take this down. But um, yeah, it's 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 not the worst. It's not great. No, yeah, I, I get that. I I have I think a little more fondness than I probably should for it. But yeah, I think it's ridiculous when people say like, yeah, I can't even call it the worst of this season. Yeah, like I think uh, what is it? Um, the dawn date episode. Uh, oh yeah, all the, the way. One, all the way. Uh, yeah, like that's clear. That's just like straight up a worse episode to me mm-hmm. like and, that, and we're only halfway through this season right well now. i'm thinking about like, so like if you're going through titles of buffy and you're like double meat palace i know what that episode yeah. is goodbye iowa I it's the one where nothing happens yeah it's one of the dumb riley ones yeah it's that, that's something with i don't know riley and nothing happens we yeah. remember that episode at the end of the season as the one where nothing yeah. happens so at least this one's memorable yeah. So, you know what else is memorable? Going on a vacation. Maybe taking a trip. International. Buffy Tapaja, Vampirit. Ernie Dragon, das Rhein de Fleisch Canoe. Future Rifle, International. So the titles for Gone are a little straightforward. Um, I found uh, German, Vanished. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Uh, French, The Invisible Woman. Very direct. Cool. Um, for Double Meat Palace, uh, French again, a little too on the nose. Fast food. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. But I think Ger- Germany uh wins it out again in the Double Meat Palace episode title, Mysterious Ingredients. It's <laughs> <laughs> a playful little title. I like it. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's. Slay of the Week. This week's Slay of the Week, my appetite. Hell, I have to, I mean, again, part of me was like, ooh, I could say Willow's Addiction this time, but I have to give it for the little plastic knife in the puppet. <laughs> little. <laughs> you did nothing. attempted Slay with plastic silverware. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off dead things. Dusting off dead things. (laughs) When we dust off dead things and older and far away. Also dusty. It works. It works. Okay. When we get lost. <laughs> I think we're already lost. <laughs> lots of my own credits. In the Sunnydale stacks. Woo!